Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Dulles Toll Road and Route 7 coming in towards the Beltway. You're in good shape. No issues on 95 northbound from Dale City heading up towards Springfield. Southbound still have accident cleanup down near the Centerport Parkway over on the right shoulder. Uh, a lot of folks moving over out of the right lane while the tow trucks get ready to hook up through there. The WTOP Traffic Center is presented by Window Nation. Make no payments on your new windows for two full years. Visit windownation.com. I'm Robert Workman, WTOP Traffic. Noticeably cooler now on your Saturday. We'll have winds out of the northwest picking up around 10 to 15 miles per hour with a gust around 20 to 25. Temperatures here early this morning between 35 and 42 degrees. Later today, 42 to 47, but we're going to be a little wind chill. It'll feel like we're mainly in the 30s today. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Right now, we are looking at 39 degrees and holding in our nation's capital. Here at WTOP. The WTOP Traffic Center. Tracking the top trouble spots. The biggest backups. The major incidents. The slowest traffic. WTOP Traffic. Every 10 minutes, on the 8th, and when it breaks. You're listening to WTOP, Washington's news, traffic, and weather station. WTOP News. Facts matter. It's Saturday morning. It's the weekend, everybody. We've made it February 24th. Welcome in. I Dean Lane. Coming up in the 2 a.m. hour for you Saturday the drunk driver who locally struck and killed a Gaithersburg couple on Election Day is sentenced this week. Virginia could be making billions if an arena is built in Potomac Yard. Is it too good to be true? I'm Scott Gelman. Could Virginia be a step closer to raising the minimum wage? They have gay. Actually, Wall Street was mixed. The Dow gained 62 points at the closing bell Friday. The Nasdaq was down 45. Good morning. Welcome in. 2 o'clock on WTOP. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Progressive Insurance. I'm Christopher Cruz. We're less than seven hours away from the opening of polls in the next Republican presidential primary. CBS's Erica Brown reports. Former President Donald Trump packed the stadium in Rock Hill, South Carolina, Friday on the eve of the state's Republican primary. We want to aim toward time called November 5th. Polling shows Trump holds a double-digit lead over the state's former governor, Nikki Haley, who is vowing to stay in the race no matter Saturday's results. Are we really going to say that we're at a point in time where the best we can do are two candidates in their 80s? President Biden isn't letting up the pressure on Congress to pass a Ukraine aid package. As Russia's war against Ukraine passes the two-year threshold, the president says the situation is dire. Brave Ukrainian soldiers and civilians are dying. Russia. Russia is taking Ukraine territory for the first time in many months. Those words were echoed by former Ambassador Daniel Freed. There is no reason on God's green earth that the Congress should withhold additional assistance for Ukraine. And while he says it could stop Russia from overrunning Ukraine, the president put it this way. His failure to support Ukraine in this critical moment will never be forgotten in history. Linda Kenyon, CBS News, Washington. The former longtime head of the NRA has been found liable for misusing millions of the organization's funds. CBS's Errol Barnett has been covering the trial in Manhattan. After a week of deliberation, a New York jury found Wayne LaPierre liable of fraudulently spending NRA donor funds. He's been ordered to pay back more than $4.3 million. But the New York Attorney General's office had claimed LaPierre 
Korea improperly spent even more money, including millions of dollars on private jets, hundreds of thousands of dollars for trips to the Bahamas, and excessive amounts to one vendor in exchange for international trips and personal use of a luxury yacht. The first American-made spacecraft landed on the moon in more than half a century is sitting sideways now on the lunar surface. Steve Altimus is the CEO of Intuitive Machines, which made the lander. We thought from, just to clear up some confusion, we thought we were upright. And the reason was that the tanks were reading gravity on the moon. At the fill levels, there were still residuals in the tank, and we saw those measurements in the X direction. By tipping over onto its side, some of the lander's antennas have been covered up, hampering communications with the craft. It was a mixed day on Wall Street to end the trading week. The Dow and S&P 500 closed up fractionally. The Nasdaq closed down more than one quarter of one percent. This is CBS News. Sponsored by Progressive Insurance. Looking for a career path with flexibility, great pay, and benefits? Go to progressive.com slash careers and apply online today. WTLP at 203. It's Saturday morning. It's the weekend, everybody. We've made it finally. Welcome in. Glad you're with us. February 24th. We're looking at scattered clouds, a bit of a chill, 35 to 45 for the low. We're at 39 in Washington now. Good morning, team. I'm Dean Lee. Topping the stories we're following for you on WTOP this early morning. We begin the ride with something new this 2 a.m. hour Saturday on WTOP. Word now that that man who we've been telling you about this morning barricaded himself inside a home locally in Manassas after allegedly shooting a gun at officers is now this Saturday morning in police custody. Manassas City Police, in this case, say it all started apparently around 7 p.m. last night, Friday night, in the area of Bayberry Avenue and Liberia Avenue. Officers in the case initially got a call, we're told, about shots being fired inside the home. And when they tried to get inside, police say the suspect began firing their gun. The suspect surrendered himself eventually to police around 1230 this Saturday morning. There is no word this morning if anyone else was injured during the encounter. We'll update you as we get more information right here on WTOP. WTOP at 204, now to a Gaithersburg man who's been sentenced officially to eight years for being drunk behind the wheel and hitting and killing a married couple on their way to vote back in 2022 is when it happened. Devinder Singh was sentenced to 10 years with two years suspended and five years of supervised probation, ordered to pay $2,000 in fines. Singh was found guilty last July for the deaths of 65-year-old Miguel Antonio Ortiz and his 70-year-old wife, Anna Margarita Ortiz. Another political setback to tell you about this morning locally. For those who want that new arena for the Caps and Wiz in Alexandria, a bill that would create a stadium authority to fund and oversee the $2 billion project is now effectively dead this weekend, we're told, in Virginia's General Assembly. It passed in the House, but did not get out of committee in the Virginia Senate. So what happens next? Well, Virginia Democratic Delegate Luke Torian tells WTOP, while the bill is dead, the plan for the arena is very much alive and talks are ongoing. In House Bill 29, which we passed out on Thursday, the bill is in the budget bill. And so we will take up House Bill 29 in conference. And in that conference, we will deal with the arena bill that's in the budget bill. Virginia would stand to make billions if that new arena and entertainment district are built at Potomac Yard. That's among the findings of an economic impact study released by Alexandria. WTOP's Scott Gelman 
speaks to one expert Saturday morning who explains that may be an overly optimistic view here. Michael Falkender with the University of Maryland says it's reasonable to expect that people who are looking to move to northern Virginia may pick Alexandria over other neighborhoods because of a built-up entertainment district at Potomac Yard. But would they really not have otherwise lived in the state of Virginia? That assumption is prompting Falkender to call the state's revenue projections overstated. If all you're doing is reallocating people who are going to live in Virginia anyways, then whether the complex is built or the complex is not built, the state is going to receive those income taxes. The analysis was done using an interest rate of about 4%. That's a rate you would use for essentially risk-free cash flows. This is a risky venture. The report estimates 22,000 jobs would be created and hundreds of events would be held at the entertainment complex. Scott Gelman, WTOP News. WTOP has reached out this week to the firm that did the analysis. We're waiting to hear back. WTOP at 207. In the firefighting community, be tough has often been the message that surrounds mental health issues. But now the D.C. Fire Department is focusing on changing that message. Jamal Woods with the D.C. Fire Department remembers answering a call that hit him hard. A woman with cancer. She reminded him of his own mother who had died of the illness. So here I am. I'm holding her head up, loving her vomit, and I'm treating her the same way I was treating my mom. So next thing you know, I have tears in my eyes. And we're not supposed to have these connections. The message had always been, deal with it. But he said that's changing. At a forum on mental health at the RISE Center in Southeast D.C., Lieutenant Robert Alvarado talked about his own struggles and the need to open up. Recognize that it's the right thing to do to get mental health. It's part of doing the job well. And he said that carries over to family relationships as well. In the district, Kate Ryan, WTOP News. Good morning. Welcome into WTOP. Glad you're with us. Let me bring you traffic and weather on the gates and when it breaks at 208 over to Robert Workman first in the WTOP Traffic Center this morning. Accident out of the way, southbound Baltimore-Washington Parkway, inside the Beltway at 410. Lanes open, delays have eased on the way down towards northeast. Route 50, likewise, just a five-minute trip or so from the Beltway towards the Anacostia River. Brief delays along New York Avenue as you head over towards the long-term work zone at Florida Avenue. They still take away your right lane there. They added some steel plates to the road this week, so it's extra bumpy on your way over to North Capitol Street. Southbound on DC 295, looking good from Eastern Avenue down past East Capitol Street. No issues coming up 295 or in on Suitland Park. Parkway or Pennsylvania Avenue through southeast towards the Anacostia River Bridges. 695 looks free and easy in both directions across the waterfront near the 3rd Street Tunnel. Virginia, 395 as you come across the 14th Street Bridge and head down past the Pentagon towards the Beltway. You should find everything in good working order. South on I-95 moving well down towards Dale City. Looks like you're still going to see construction on the exit ramp at Dale Boulevard uh, along the right side of that ramp. And if you continue south on 95 down into Stafford County, accident cleanup over on the right shoulder before before you get to Centerport Parkway. 66 westbound, uh, moving without incident off of the Beltway, out towards Fair Oaks, and uh, now looks like a crash up towards Damascus on Route 27 Ridge Road near Kemptown Road. Initial reports say a car into a pole there. Want to test an electric car? Plug into fitsmall.com and find your electric ride today. Check out the Subaru Solterra, Hyundai Ionic, or the Toyota BZ4X at fitsmall.com. That's the Fitzway. I'm Robert Workman, WTO Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $59. Michael and Sons. Michael and Sons.
This is a Bloomberg Money Minute. Cruise, the General Motors self-driving division, is getting ready to put cars back on the city streets, but not in San Francisco, where a car struck and dragged a pedestrian last October. Cruise paused robo-taxi operations everywhere that same month, and its license to drive in California remains suspended. Bloomberg News reports Cruise is in talks with several other cities and other states about resuming road tests. A cruise operator of the ocean and river kind intends to use a rebound in that industry to make some money from investors. Viking Holdings has filed for an initial public offering, and Bloomberg News has reported it could raise at least $500 million. Stocks closed mixed to end a winning week on Wall Street. All three major averages gained more than 1% for the week, with the Dow and S&P posting record highs. And chipmaker NVIDIA topped a $2 trillion market valuation during trading today. The Dow gained 62 points, the NASDAQ lost 45, the S&P added 2. From the Bloomberg Newsroom, I'm Erica Herskowitz on WTOP. Money News at 10 and 40 on WTOP. Stomach cancer is often misdiagnosed as acid reflux, indigestion, or an ulcer. Because of this, most stomach cancers are found in late stages when there are little to no options left for treatment. I'm not a health care provider, just a young mother who lost her husband to this cruel disease. If you or a loved one is experiencing persistent symptoms that can be really common, such as heartburn, having trouble swallowing, or indigestion, you should seek help with a gastroenterologist as soon as possible. You can also contact nostomachforcancer.org for more information. You're listening to WTOP News. Down to shutdown on WTLP Saturday morning. Leaders in both political parties are scrambling now to secure a deal on government spending as the window quickly closes and the fears of a shutdown grow more pronounced this weekend. The deadline is in one week for the first handful of agencies to close and then March 8th for the rest. This morning, WTLP's own Dimitri Sotis sits down with CBS News congressional correspondent Scott McFarlane for his take. A couple possibilities here. First of all, there are negotiations that are underway, or at least you know, discussions underway, if not negotiations. It's quite possible we'll find something out before the end of the weekend of how they're going to tend to this deadline, which is one week from tonight, and a second deadline, which would shut down more of the government, including the Pentagon, two weeks from tonight. It seems imminent that there's going to be one of two things happening, Dimitri. There's going to be some type of short-term two- or three-week deal to hit that snooze button one more time and delay things one more time, keep the government open, or this breach of the deadline that causes a partial shutdown. Um, The former seems more likely than the latter, but this has been a dance. We've danced three different times in the past six months, and all of this has an impact. Just the brinksmanship has an impact. Uncertainty for military families, uncertainty for federal workers and contractors, and all the planning that has to go into the contingencies for a government shutdown at our local federal offices. We were wondering whether Speaker Mike Johnson still can go with that little band-aid that you talked about, the two- or or three-week continuing resolution. Some of his members really hate that. They do, and that's part of the reason we're in this mess, is that he's got some numbers up there. House Republican conference who say they want to do things more traditionally by more regular order and that these short-term deals that just continue federal spending where they were months ago, it's unacceptable. So to keep this happening, to keep the government open, it would be a third time at a minimum that the speakers had to get an overwhelming number of Democrats to vote for a plan to keep Washington open and functioning. And the speaker keeps taking political hits and shots every time he does that. And you'll recall, Dimitri, September 30th, Kevin McCarthy did that, lost his job soon after. Let's turn to some of the Trump trials. There's been so much focus lately on New York, but we need to look at Florida. What's happening down there and the classified documents case? Oh, by the way, there's that other federal criminal prosecution by the special counsel Jack Smith at Mar-a-Lago, where former President Trump allegedly mishandling and 
improperly risking exposure of classified documents and classified secrets at his Mar-a-Lago resort. It's been a while since we've checked in much on this case because it's kind of been stuck in the muck in the federal courts in Fort Pierce, Florida. So many motions, so many challenges. Well, Thursday night into Friday morning, the former president's lawyers invoked that argument they've made here in Washington to no avail. The presidential immunity claim that he was president at the time and allegedly declassified records when he was president, therefore making this prosecution untenable, if not unconstitutional. The Supreme Court, you'll recall, is reviewing the presidential immunity claim in the D.C. election interference case. And we're still waiting for the Supreme Court to get back to everybody about what their decision is. Add another one to the pile. He's now claiming presidential immunity in Florida. That case has been in the slow lane for quite a while. Like, you know, Thursday rush hour, 270 spur, slow lane. It's how slow that thing's been moving. And there's no indication at all. That thing's likely to go to trial before the election. CBS News congressional correspondent Scott McFarland. Quick look at the top story Saturday morning, early hour. We're following for you on WTOP. President Biden leveling new sanctions on Russia following the death of opposition leader Alexei Navalny. It's marking the two-year anniversary of Russia's invasion of Ukraine. NASA and its partners say this morning the lunar lander has come down on its side. And ahead of the South Carolina primary later today, this Saturday, former President Trump says he strongly supports IVF following Alabama's high court ruling that embryos are children. Stay with us for more in minutes. You are listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com. You're with WTOP and Dean Lane. carsforkids.org. Your car, running or not, could be picked up as soon as the next day. No title, no problem. Go to carsforkids.org today. 1877 cars for kids Donate your car today. Now accepting donations of land, homes, buildings, or any kind of real estate. It's that crazy time of year. Snow, rain, wind. The weather and damage to your roof may be a crapshoot, but when it comes to choosing home improvement professionals, don't leave it to chance. Trust PJ Fitzpatrick for the perfect solution, roofing done right the first time. They are roofing experts with over 40 years of experience and backed by, get this, over 7,000 Google reviews. Plus, they guarantee their work for the life of your roof. Visit TrustPJ.com to schedule your free consultation and price lock guarantee. In a world where winter's chill can be unforgiving, there's a beacon of warmth and hope for our neighbors in need. The Washington Area Fuel Fund, in partnership with the Salvation Army. Thousands of our neighbors face the harsh cold without proper heating, but we can make a difference together. This winter, be the warmth they need. Visit waffhelp.org to make a donation that helps a neighbor in need. The Washington Area Fuel Fund is a lifeline for families struggling to stay warm. By visiting waffhelp.org, you can give the gift of heat to those who need it most. Your neighbors will thank you for your generosity. That's waffhelp.org, where compassion meets action. Give the gift of warmth this winter. Visit waffhelp.org today. Join us in spreading warmth throughout the metropolitan D.C. area. Together, we can make a difference in the lives of those in need. Visit waffhelp.org to get started making a difference in the lives of your neighbors today. Tell us what you're seeing on your commute. Call the WTOP Traffic Center at 866-304-WTOP. Washington's top news, traffic and weather, keeping you informed 24-7, 365. 
Traffic and weather on the 8s and when it breaks on WTOP. Getting reports of a crash on the outer loop of the Capitol Beltway in Silver Spring, west of Georgia Avenue, on the way over towards Connecticut Avenue. We're watching the emergency response go past Georgia Avenue, now towards the Mormon Temple. Indications are it's going to be there. Initial reports say there may be an overturned vehicle. We will keep you posted on that, but be alert if you're traveling the Beltway headed west through Silver Spring. There's certainly going to be flashing lights in your future. On the ride down I-95 or the Baltimore-Washington Parkway from Laurel towards the Beltway, you're in good shape. Earlier crash southbound BWD Parkway right inside the Beltway near 410 is gone, and so are those delays. Should be okay down into Northeast. Just a few brake lights along DC 295 as you head south of Eastern Avenue and on New York Avenue through the traffic lights at Bladensburg Road and West Virginia Avenue and approaching the uh, long-term work zone at uh, Florida Avenue where they take away your right lane. Uh, accident reported in Damascus on Ridge Road, Route 27 near Kemptown Road. Initial reports there say car versus pole. Watch for the emergency response. Virginia Beltway looks good between Tyson Corner in Springfield in both directions. Southbound on 95, all is well down through Dale City. Uh, northbound, your lanes are open up towards Newington and across the Beltway onto 395 to the Pentagon and the 14th Street Bridge. Not much to worry about. Eastbound on 66 coming in from Manassas and Centerville. There was uh, road work between 123 and Nutley Street in the express lanes and along the left side, but not much volume through there as you come in towards the uh, Beltway. Uh, also, still doing some work on the outer loop in the service roadway at the George Washington Park where you're squeezed down to just one lane in that service road going down towards the Georgetown Pike. I'm Robert Workman, WTOP Traffic. Expect a chilly Saturday with temperatures this morning between 35 and 42 degrees. Temperatures aren't going to rise too much today. Along with that, mixture of clouds and sunshine, at times it will just look plain old mostly cloudy. We'll top out between 42 and 47 degrees today. Warmer conditions for Sunday and a brighter sky. More comfortable and really the nicer day to get out for that longer walk or run. You're at 50 degrees on Sunday afternoon, 63 for Monday, 66 my forecast for Tuesday, and close to 70 on Wednesday. Tracking another weather maker next week, looking like rain showers around the area Tuesday late through Wednesday. I'm 7 News Chief Meteorologist Veronica Johnson in the First Alert Weather Center. Not just dinner, but drinks for delivery in Maryland? I'm John Dome and Animals are languishing in U.S. shelters, especially dogs who look a certain way. These dogs are just as deserving of loving homes as any type of dog, which is why we decided to help them get out of kennels. Join the thousands of supporters of our mission to help us expand our national reach and proudly place more dogs from kennels into their forever homes. To learn more about our mission, please visit us at kennel2couch.org. At WTOP, our listeners matter. WTOP is better than ways when it comes to traffic. I simply love WTOP traffic as the number one source for me. WTOP, Washington's top news. Are you prepared for an emergency or disaster? Because it's not a matter of if, but when. Don't find yourself saying, I'll trust water bottles and a flashlight to save the day, but I'll be proved wrong. With a tornado approaching, I'll realize that I like a wheelchair accessible shelter. When the floodwaters rise, I'll be up in the attic with 20 cans of beans. It's a recipe for disaster. Let's prepare so we all have a better story to tell. Get started at ready.gov slash older adults. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. 
When traffic takes a turn for the worse, you'll hear about it first on WTOP. Northbound 95 has been shut down. Traffic updates every 10 minutes on the 8s. I heard it on WTOP. WTOP News. Facts matter. You're listening to WTOP News. Here at home, a D.C. officer gets a plea deal after shooting and killing a man who was driving away, apparently. The man's family is now angry this weekend. 42-year-old Sergeant Ennis Jeverick was charged with murder at first, but was then allowed, we're told, uh, to plead guilty to a reduced charge of involuntary manslaughter in the case. Now, Antoine Gilmore was found unconscious or asleep at the wheel of a BMW at a traffic light in the area of New York and Florida Avenues in the middle of the night that night, August of 2021. At least one officer noticed a handgun in Gilmore's waistband, we're told. As officers surrounded the car, they say Gilmore started to just drive away, and body cam footage actually shows him firing 10 rounds. Gilmore's sister is quoted by the Washington Post saying that some justice is better than no justice, but it is not true that some justice is no justice at all. You know, you can get almost anything delivered right to your door these days. And locally in Maryland, that includes cannabis products. Now, some of the state's bigger liquor stores also deliver. However, a bill being considered by the state Senate in Maryland would allow more of them to do so. Maryland's Senate Finance Committee heard arguments for and against a bill that would allow liquor stores to team up with third-party delivery services like DoorDash to have alcohol sent right to your home. This would allow a smaller retailer to also be able to offer that amenity. Caitlin McDonough was there testifying for DoorDash, which supports the bill. Our deliverers, you know, similar to if you work in a restaurant that serves alcohol, earn much higher wages when they're able to do this. Counties would have to opt in even if the bill passes, and users would have to have ID scanned at the time of purchase and delivery. And we sincerely believe that's exactly what's going to happen. That wasn't enough for Montgomery County Senator Ben Kramer. I'm not a fan. A vote will come later this session. John Dome in WTOP News. In old news, the CDC data suggesting COVID-19 cases are still high right now in some parts of the country. CBS News reporter Alexander Ten with that. While COVID-19 trends are slowing across much of the country this week, new CDC data from wastewater monitoring suggests that levels of the virus remain, quote, very high across several states in the south. That comes as CDC emergency room data has tracked levels of the virus remaining nearly as high as it was over the winter holiday peak at the end of December 2023 in states like Georgia, South Carolina, and Mississippi, even as other states have seen trends of the virus slow in recent weeks. WTOP on your Saturday morning to February 24th. You're listening to 103.5 FM at WTOP.com this morning. The WTOP Traffic Center. Tracking the top trouble spots. The biggest backups. The major incidents. The slowest traffic. WTOP traffic every 10 minutes on the 8s and when it breaks. Sports at 25 and 55 on WTOP. The Wizards took a 147-106 beating in Oklahoma City, their second blowout loss on the road in as many nights. The Thunder made half of their 43-point attempts and nearly 60% of their shots overall. Interim coach Brian Keefe, why was that? Penetration. Um, and then, they, to be honest, they hit every shot in the first half. I, mean, I don't think they missed much. I think they shot like 70%. That probably wasn't going to stay at that level the whole game, but they were comfortable shots. We didn't make them miss. Give credit to them. 